Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. When I was a little boy, I was very vulnerable to things like dust and pollen and even changes in temperature. I used to become sick very easily and needed lots of care to recover. But doctors said that I would get stronger as I would grow older. And as I approached my teens, I started becoming stronger. So they were right. My health started to improve. I know many people out there would agree with me when I say this. Sports can help children be strong and healthy. That was true in my case also. As I grew older, I started playing cricket. It's a very popular sport in many countries around the world. Cricket originated in the United Kingdom and, well, sadly, I don't know the exact history of cricket, but the sport has evolved over the years and is now played in many countries, several of which are former British colonies. In Bangladesh, where I grew up, cricket is tremendously popular. You could say that it's the number one sport in Bangladesh. I remember when Bangladesh got um, the test status for the first time, the test status, which is a very big status for a fairly new or emerging national team such as Bangladesh at the time. I loved playing cricket as a young boy. From batting to bowling and fielding, I thoroughly enjoyed every aspect of cricket. It's not just a sport, but I think bowling and spin bowling in particular is an art. I was, I was always a huge fan of leg spin. And if you don't know what it is, if you're not familiar with cricket, I recommend you check out some leg spin bowling videos on the internet. So I really enjoyed playing cricket. I would play cricket with children from the neighborhood. And the actual process of playing the sport, all the movement, the, the concentration, the, the social interaction with other players, I think all of these lead to the development of good physical and mental health. While my personal experience pertains to cricket, there are various forms of sport, various forms of sports in the world. And I believe that sports play a huge role in children's overall development, whether it's baseball, basketball, soccer, or other sports. Children's lives should include some form of recreational activity that in involves movement, social interaction, and also a sense of competition. These days, the proliferation of electronic devices has resulted in children looking at screens and scrolling a lot. They're just scrolling on touch screens. Young people these days are playing games on devices, browsing the internet, chatting with friends through written communication using emojis and uh, emoticons to show reactions. I mean, think about it. With the press of a button, not even a physical old-fashioned button, 
since most devices have touchscreens nowadays. With the press of a button on a touchscreen, a person can show a reaction, whether a laughter or a frown, using emojis and emoticons. But is that really healthy? Are we, as humans, not supposed to laugh out loud or cry or show excitement or have a sad face, have a sweet smile or have a jaw drop reaction? Are we not supposed to do all these as part of our physical being? Emotional reactions are part of our existence. When we switch from real-life reactions to reactions on a touchscreen using artificial computer-generated images and icons, what does that do to our existence? What I would advocate for through this episode of my podcast is to take steps to increase the involvement of children in sports. Through sports, let kids develop leadership qualities and allow them to learn teamwork. In the United States, there are many opportunities to play sports. There are opportunities to participate in sports through schools and colleges, and kids can play in the park. They can even play in the yard of their house. Perhaps it's a little more challenging in big cities, where it's more crowded and there's less space available. But there are many ways to get involved in sports. There always are. It's easier to sit at home and to look at a laptop or a cell phone screen. But in the long run, that would have severe impacts on physical and mental health. The eyes get tired. Lifestyle becomes sedentary. And perhaps one of the greatest issues is isolation. More screen time means less social interactions and hence more loneliness. The sooner, kids, the sooner kids get involved in sports, the better for them, both physically and mentally. So parents, pay attention. Don't let your kids sit on the couch for hours. Don't let them play on the cell phone or tablet for hours. Ask them to go out, enjoy some sunlight, and play some competitive sports. My second point is libraries. Libraries are where children should be spending time. They can study in the library, do their homework, read some books, whether educational publications or stories and comics for pleasure. A library helps build a strong community. Most libraries have programs for children and kids, and, you know, kids can meet up with others of the same age group from the neighborhood. They can all be... Uh, part of the different programs that libraries do. Those who love libraries, they just love libraries. But I'm afraid that the younger generation may be drifting away from the idea of libraries. For them, a lot of things are just electronic. Electronic books, audiobooks, and apps and devices for reading. Books can be downloaded and stored on devices. I believe that such new technology makes a lot of things convenient. For example, rather than having a stack of books, one can simply carry a device with numerous electronic books stored in it. 
However, I have to say this. Touching and feeling the pages and cover of an actual book can be very special. A book with crisp, clean new pages or even old pages with a with a classic dated hardcover. Reading an actual book is an experience. Rather than scrolling on a touchscreen, you physically turn the pages of a book, go from one page to the next, and your mind is full of anticipation about where the novel's storyline may be going, in the case of a novel, of course. But really, any books. I, I just love actual books, physical books. They are stress-free, and you are not looking at a screen. Plus, there's also a sense of responsibility attached to libraries. At the library, you cannot be too noisy. There's a certain decorum that people have to follow. And then, once you check out a book from the library, you have to return it on time and in good condition. These are all things that children should be learning as they visit libraries. And one thing I really like about a library is that it teaches people organization. Books are organized by categories in alphabetical order, so it takes a certain level of patience to find a book. You're not doing a keyword or name search on a computer and downloading a book on your phone. Of course, li libraries do have computers that can help you locate if a book is available on site or not. But there's still a certain level of effort that people will have to invest in search of a book and, and to actually go and physically grab it from the shelf. So kids are really better off spending time at libraries and learning discipline. Now parents, I know that it can be time-consuming sometimes to take your children to the library and keep them under supervision, but it is essential that kids be in a good learning environment. The things that they learn and see in their childhood will help them in the future. I have always been fond of books. As a young student, I spent time at the school library. After coming to the United States, I visited Memorial Library and College Library many times here on the campus of the University of Wisconsin-Madison. I checked out books as well as movies uh, from the libraries. And, you know, I really miss those days. There's one thing I want to mention. I may sound like I am looking to go back in the past, but I have to talk about this. People used to watch movies on DVDs. They still do. But now there's a shift towards streaming online. You can stream movies online without having to touch a DVD. DVDs still do exist, but how long before these are completely gone? For example, CDs. A lot of new cars do not have CD players anymore because people are connecting their phones to the vehicles and playing music from the phone. CDs now are old-fashioned. Things are changing really fast. Anyway, our focus should be on kids. Let 
Let's ensure that kids have a healthy lifestyle. Sports and libraries are just two aspects of a healthy lifestyle. And honestly, my discussion on library was pretty broad. What I really mean to say is that kids should have a reading habit. And actual books may be helping them more than electronic devices. But there is much more that we need to talk about. For example, a healthy diet. There are way too many snacks in this world. Too many processed and packaged food items with preservatives and other artificial ingredients. Do we like snacks? Uh, yes, we do. They are tasty. But there must be a limit on how much snacks we consume. For kids, parents are responsible for ensuring a healthy diet. Also, an overall routine is essential in the lives of children. Learning things like organizing the room, keeping the bed neat and tidy, waking up on time, going to bed at night on time, and just having an overall balance in life. These are all important. Without a routine, a child will not learn discipline. We need to ensure proper upbringing of children. I care deeply about children. I am concerned about them, given some of the things we hear about these days. Children faced many challenges during the COVID outbreak. Classes did not take place in person in many places around the country, and children spent a lot of time in front of screens. Computer screens, laptop screens, phone screens. Many libraries were closed and only had pick-up, drop-off service. Children's sporting events did not take place, and many sporting events that did take place, um, you know, we saw kids having to wear masks while playing. Even, even when outdoor. None of these are good for their long-term physical and mental health. And after having been through all that fear, it is time to make sure that children are getting the care and attention that they need for their well-being. Parents will have to work extra hard to give their kids a decent and happy life, especially after the COVID outbreak. Here in Madison, Wisconsin, a city that saw some of the toughest COVID rules. In this city, the lives of children have been adversely affected. There are also reports of various crimes being committed by those who are under the age of 18. Juvenile crime, and it is, it is really sad to see these news reports. In my opinion, the most important thing is to teach children that their lives are precious. Let them know that the world needs them. Make them understand that future depends on them. Once children realize how valuable they are for our society, for our world, I hope that they will understand the importance of paying attention to their education gaining knowledge, learning skills, following a healthy lifestyle, and becoming productive citizens. The biggest challenge, perhaps, 
is that the adults have a lot of struggles in their lives right now. Particularly given the poor economic conditions here in America, with inflation, shortages, and other crises, the adults are facing severely adverse situations. And for them to pay attention to the children may, may, may have become more difficult. But life is all about helping the next generation prosper. And no matter what, we must never divert our attention away from children. We must never divert our attention away from children. We have to give children time, attention, and hope. Hope is what we all need right now. Hope for the economic crisis to end. Hope for the better future. Hope for the younger generation to grow up and be successful. With that, I will end this episode. As always, your thoughts and comments are welcome. Please feel free to reach out to me. Thank you all for listening, and I hope to be back again with another episode of Explore and Engage with Anand.